Hello and welcome to our University of Strathclyde podcast series, run out of the world-famous School of Education, right in the heart of the beautiful city of Glasgow in Scotland. We bring you a mix of meet and academic interviews, thank you for listening in to our Strathclyde Education podcast series on all things education. We'll be back soon with another episode to give you a glimpse into our world-leading education research here at Strathclyde and of course to stimulate your questions and thinking around the meaning, purpose and practice of education in schools, in communities, and of course, in all our lives. Hello, and welcome to the latest edition of the School of Education podcast. Today, I am delighted to welcome Ennis, who's from Millbank Primary School in Nairn. And this is part of our conversations with children and young people. And Ennis is going to be talking to us about his interest in learning and speaking other languages. So welcome. Ennis, it's very nice to have you with us. Yep, thank you. It's very nice to be here. So you've had a hard day at school and now and now you're going to do some more talking. So tell, tell us a wee bit about yourself, just so that people who are listening can yep. hear who you are. Well, I am Ennis. As you already know, I, I am from Millbank Primary School now. And... Hmm, what can I say about myself? I'm an interest everybody here. Well, I well I am uh, a connoisseur of the old times, so I study medieval history mm-hmm. and things like that. And I also have an interest in survival, like bear grill survival. I wonder if those two things cross over: your interest in the survival out in the world and your interest in in medieval history. Maybe I've not. I've normally seen them as two different things, but now that you mention it, it makes sense. So, so what do you think the overlap might be? I think the thing is, back then, it was more wild, and it was mm-hmm. more fend for yourself, and it's just like that in survive in normal survival. Have you got a top survival tip that you're willing to share with us? Hmm. Always food, shelter. Water, food, shelter. In that order? Yes. It really does depend where you are, but water always comes first. And if you're in a wet climate, then shelter. Okay. Since you can go for a while without food, but you can't without food or shelter, without water or shelter. Have you had a chance to practice these survival techniques? Not really, but I do live in the countryside and I have tried some elements of making shelter. Have they been successful? Yes, I have. Because I, I feel I have to ask, you know, if you're giving us advice and, and you're giving us advice that might not be successful, it's important that we check this out with you. Yeah. I understand that you speak more than English. What other languages do you speak? Well, the main other languages I speak are, well, English, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Gaelic. Mm-hmm and Dutch. English, Gaelic and Dutch. Is there anything that those three languages have in common? Well, a lot of the wording, you can, if you look, you can see where lots of word overlaps. Can you think of an example? Well, I'm sorry to anybody that actually speaks French that if I botch the pronunciation, but as we know, Monday Mm -hmm. is the, and Lundi, Mm-hmm. Again, if I put not that pronunciation, sorry to any French people, it is Monday in French. Lundi. 
Monday. And, and what is it in Dutch and Gaelic? Is there any commonality? Hmm. I'm not sure if I can think of any with those two languages. So I suppose people will be curious to know why Dutch and Gaelic as well as English. Well, Gaelic is a pretty is a pretty simple one. I live in Scotland. My I get have Scottish heritage, mm-hmm. and it's also a language that is not about a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. So and and also it's quite interesting, like how the words are structured compared to English. I'll say a bit more about that because I don't know any Gaelic, so I'm quite fascinated by that idea. It's structured differently. Yeah, it's one of the cases where it's different but still the same, like the and ha. Mm-hmm. The only difference to the word is the last letter, mm-hmm. which is with ha, an a, and the, an e. And they also, they also both mean different things, so you can see how they kind of fit together. I'm just thinking, is there any data for a week that can correspond well with English. Hmm. I think you could say that Sunday and just Saturday mm-hmm. have a combination. And when I say Sunday, I do mean Saturday, but I'm not perfect. I get things wrong. We all do. Yeah. No. Just Jahania and Saturday. Well, no, Sunday works. Sunday works better. Sunday, just like the Like the beginning isn't the same, but the there is some resemblance in the middle and end of the words. Mm-hmm. Does that help when you're learning it, that there's some resemblance? Yes. So you speak Gaelic in school? Yes. So when you speak Gaelic in school, obviously that's the language of the classroom. When you're in the playground with your friends, do you still speak Gaelic or do you revert to English? I will say I do revert to English, but I think the reason of that is... English is my first language, mm-hmm. and it's not more natural for me to speak it mm-hmm. over something I've learned. So is it that there are things that you, you just feel more confident saying in English, or it comes just more naturally, it's more quick um, and spontaneous when you're playing at playtime, say, than the Gaelic? Yes. And what about the Dutch thing? You obviously speak Dutch in different places. Well, sometimes at my home and when I'm practicing, yes. But not but when I'm in school, normally I don't. Like maybe a bit. Pretty since I have a habit of speaking to myself mm-hmm. and people can find that not a bit annoying because as like, oh, are you talking to me? No, I'm just talking to myself like mm-hmm. Ah. So, so when you so speak I to speak yourself, you speak in Dutch? Yes. Why do you think that well, is? Well, I think, for a start, people don't get confused with what, since in English and you talk to yourself, there's a chance someone close by will be like, oh, are you talking to me? So, just to, to avoid uh, any problems in that area, I think I do it. Do you think you do it deliberately or do you think it's just something that happens naturally? It normally happens naturally, I will say. Since I'll be just, I'll be talking to myself and then suddenly I'll revert to Dutch from English and then I'll be like, hang on a second, there's a mystery afoot. And I'll be like, oh no, it's just, I'm just speaking Dutch. So it does come quite naturally, just when I don't expect it to come naturally. And when you go to the Netherlands... To visit family and things like that. Does it work the other way? Do you start talking to yourself in English when you're 
when you're amongst people with, that are talking Dutch all the time? I'm not sure, actually. I know one time I accidentally spoke Gaelic to them, but in my defence, that was after a karate session in Gaelic. You do karate in Gaelic? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Because I, I thought people that did karate generally used Japanese. True, but what, that's normally... But, like, when you're speaking, you don't mm-hmm. speak in Japanese, but when, like, you're practising... Like, since the names of different moves are in Japanese, like, you you won't, like, you'll say things to yourself, like, and that, and that, plus that. So Gaelic's the language you use for your learning in school, and you caught yourself doing Gaelic when, when you had just come from your karate session. Do, yes. do you think Gaelic's your language of learning then? I'm not sure. I'd say maybe, but I will say I think the reason I was speaking Gaelic to them accidentally was that it was fresh in my mind mm-hmm. since after doing a session, I'm like, it's in my mind because if I'm talking, it will be in Gaelic. Are you able to speak Dutch as well as you're able to speak English? Is your Dutch as good as your English? Pronunciation, I'll say yes, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know as many words, and that can be quite annoying at times when I'm trying to have a conversation with, with someone, and then I'm like, "What's that word?" I knew, I knew the word. I knew, I did it yesterday. I should know. What is it? Okay, no, I don't know. Do you have a strategy? Because when I tried to learn a language, so I I was trying to learn um, French and Italian, and having that experience that you're describing, what was that word? I knew that word yesterday. I learned it yesterday, and I just can't find it again. Do you have a strategy that helps you remember your new vocabulary, the new words that you're learning? Well, with common words, yes. Since when I'm practising on Duolingo, I'll be like, yep. That's that's the consonant or whatever for that. So just like maybe take a picture of it or write it down and just like make sure. And if it's a common word, I can normally pretty much just see it into my brain. Okay. You will. So what do you think of Duolingo? I imagine if the Duolingo people are listening, they might not want us to do a review of Duolingo, but I've tried the Italian one. What do you think of the Duolingo that you've used? Well, I think the way it makes the lessons, since in lots of language learners, or at least that I've seen, is like, repeat, like, repeat after me, and then like, and then you're like, and it's, I think it's like you can, in like the, normally they'll have a, like, on where it resets the words, Mm -hmm. and you can redo it, enough times that you can circulate it in your brain and you can search and then you can keep redoing it back and then you can keep yeah you can like redo it back and then you're like okay so it was that instead of that now it makes sense so like the first time you're like why is that carrot actually an apple and it's like no oh no the carrot 
is actually friends with the apple. And also, I think that the, that the lesson structure, mm-hmm. and since in my opinion, good teachers are people that can make the lessons fun. So you can take something boring like geography or something like that, and then make it more fun by making by letting people say make modern volcanoes. This will be interesting to some of the people listening because some of the people listening might be language teachers. So how do we make learning languages fun? Hmm, that's a good question. I think you could, I think structuring it, you could structure it differently so they learn new words without entirely realising it. Like with for like the two people in the audience that know what I mean in St Mary's when Matthew needs a teacher and they and he has the project which to everybody that doesn't know what I mean they're building an assistant robot for another one of the characters and and they need to know and to do build an in an artificial intelligence you need to know lots of things like coding like making a chart, like charting things. And if this is things he doesn't know, he'll be, learn- he'll be learning them without entirely realising them. Mm-hmm. And I think you could do the same thing with languages. Can you think of a time when that's happened for you? I think so. Since back in November, there was... We got some kind of murder mystery thing sheets, like where you have a list of people that it is... And then you need to answer questions to to work out to rule everybody out and find out who did it. Mm-hmm. And it was who ate the Christmas Mrs. Claus's Christmas cake. And and then there was a question about Roman numerals. Because I was like, oh, I'm not. Ooh, that's interesting. And I was like, hello, hello, person next to me. Could you give me a tip on Roman numerals to help me with this? And he was like. And he was like, yes, don't pretty much. And one of the things I was pretty sure was don't mix up M with C. Good tip. And you had to do that in another language. So, you, so that helped you learn new yeah. vocabulary and, and it helped you use, I suppose, the, the structures that you'd yeah. been learning. So, yeah, that's how, that, yeah, make it into a game and make people have to work with other people so that it forces them to, to talk. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going wrong with learning languages, where I'm not maybe trying to do it with other people. Yeah. So it's not a person that the other person despises before their being? Well, I suppose that would be helpful. I can't think of too many folk like that, mind you. Do you think learning languages is a useful thing, though? I believe that being bilingual will have certain advantages. I'm not telling what they are, but I believe mm-hmm. they will have advantages to Jews for later on in life. Like, since I believe in Netherlands, mm-hmm. if there are any people from the Netherlands, they can call me out wrong here. Look good again. I don't know everything. And I believe you need to do, like, a you need to do, like, service and stuff, like mm-hmm. community service or something like that. Okay. So, like, join the police or the army or something like that. Mainly, I think the army is the best since they haven't fought, they pretty much never fought anybody. So pretty much one of the safest jobs. And you think learning a language would be useful for that because Yeah. Since if since if I need to go to Netherlands and get a job, it will knowing the language will help me. Since one time, I believe when I was in Spain, since I don't really know any Spanish, 
Spanish, mm -hmm. but I can like I pretty much know one word, aqua, and that's normally what I have to drink. So I was at this place, and then and then I said aqua, and I believe I got the water actually for free. Well done. Yeah. It also helps with that survival thing you were talking about. So knowing that word's quite useful. So do you think learning a language is only useful for people if they're thinking about what job they might want to do? Or do you think there might be other reasons that it would be beneficial? There will, there will definitely be other advantages since it's not just jobs if you're going to other places and it's not people will sort of see you differently. They won't see you like, oh, that, pers that person's English. They'll be like, no, that person is English, but they're trying Spanish out of different like deference mm -hmm. to us and they're like so they're trying so they're trying to speak spanish to give us an easier time and then they'll respect you for doing that and i do believe this is true since i have gone to several places quite a few places and it has and it has worked well that, that's good that it's worked you've tried it in uh, dutch you've tried it in spanish you tried anything else i think french but that's about it so you know in, in schools in Scotland, all children are expected to learn. They've got the language that they speak at home and then they're expected to do two other languages. Do you have a view on that? Whether you think that's a good idea or not? Do I think it's a good idea? I think I agree with the idea. It's one of the cases of agreeing with the idea, but then just trying to come up with a reason why you agree. You know in your soul you agree with it, but then you're like, Mr. Soul, how do I, why do I believe in it? And then the soul's just going like, hang on a second, you weren't supposed to ask, ask that question. Well, but, well, if you're going to visit different countries, it will be mm -hmm. a bonus. I think what they do mean is that the language you speak at home, and then I think they might mean Gaelic, or as Gaelic is a dying language, yada, yada, yada. But with things, say, in Ukraine, there mm -hmm. are refugees coming, going to lots of different places, and... I'm not entirely sure that it will, but if something like that happens here, we can go to different places and know the language that we are going to. But I don't, I don't think anything like what's happening in Ukraine is going to happen to us. But you never know. You never know. I mean, I would hope not. I would hope not. But you, I suppose you're right. You never know. Yes, one person built up a, a massive dirt ramp out around his house in case the, there was ever a flood. His neighbours thought he was crazy. It actually did flood. So he was determined to stay put. Yeah. If then we think that children in Scotland, if we think it's a good idea, even though we're not quite sure of the reasons, if we think it's a good idea that children learn another couple of languages, do you have any suggestions as to the language or languages that children should learn? Should they be allowed to choose whatever they like? They should they should choose but i think there should be like one like if we are supposed to speak three different languages there should be say one language you need to learn and then two more that you can choose which would you choose if you had the choice if i had the choice dutch dutch and also gallic dutch and spanish and have you got a reason for choosing those three? Uh, well, for a start, well, Dutch, because I already know Dutch, so I have a bit of a head start. Spanish, because it to me it seems like an interesting language to learn, also to learn. And what I'm interested in it is that you read it how you spell it, mostly. So have so, you started learning that? Uh, no. Once I finish doing Dutch and Duolingo, <laughs> I'm going to start Spanish. Does it? So it comes quite easily to you, do you think? I, I think my mama 
my mother will say that I'm good at pronunciation, and I do agree that I can and I that I do have a thing for pronunciation. I'm not sure if that's just because of something with my vocal cords or something like that, or if it's just a natural talent people have. I wonder, do you think it is a natural thing that some people are just better at learning languages than others? I will definitely say yes, because dif- different people are good at different things. Like I have a friend that plays the, the accordion, but say he isn't that interested in say florism or whatever mm-hmm. people are calling it and say there's another person that doesn't like music mm-hmm. but likes that wants to say be a florist so different people like different things but i will say i'm not sure but i think gender might have a make a difference to what people like slightly on the basis that hmm, what's a good example of i'm gonna pick something that everybody will know mm-hmm. fortnite but say i i'd say that average to be more more males playing fortnite Fortnite than females. And do you think that there's a do you think do you think that's the same for learning languages then? Do you think that there's a difference between males and females learning languages? Or is it a different kind of I'm not sure or interest? I'm not sure. I think there's a lot definitely a lot to do with talent and interest. But I'll say that I'm not sure, but I just I feel like more females will be interested in learning another language to males. Why do you think that? I'm not sure. I well, I feel for a start, females are more sensible for a start. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like that the I feel like that like the girls in my class are more sensible than quite a few of the boys. I will say, but again, that might just be personality. I don't really know. But I think there might be a different interest. Yeah, but I'm not sure. It's just it's one of the cases where you have a feeling and you you can't say whether the feeling's right or why it's right but you just have a feeling but i feel it more depends on personality yeah maybe maybe that's that's true because my personality is such that i'm quite lazy so while i want to learn my french and italian i'm not putting in the effort that you clearly are in practicing and using your language yes if we go back to duolingo i think since a good thing about duolingo is for a start you have lots of different achievements you can get Mm -hmm. like if i quickly if i get up duolingo and hope it doesn't uh crash on me it didn't crash and we have things yeah badges no not bad next one along statistics we have things like regal earn 100 crowns to anybody that doesn't know you earn crowns from completing a lesson and getting it all the way to gold and a sharpshooter complete 100 lessons with no mistakes then just to name one more sage earn 30,000 xp i'm not entirely sure how you get xp but you need to get it and it gives you goals the good thing is it gives you goals to work to so you've clearly been good at that and this shows how lazy i am that i haven't managed to get as far as getting the awards or knowing what goal i'm working towards so you've done well and yeah clearly personality's got something to do with it i'm lazy and you're conscientious mm. you do it every day yes i do do it every day i oh, see that's good let's just before we finish give everybody one piece of advice about learning languages and we'll leave them with that to think about hmm. don't take it too seriously at the end of the day it's just a language no amount of being harried or wanting to learn something is going to change 
that the fact that it's just a language, it will still be there tomorrow. Maybe not another, say, 50 million years, because according to scientists, uh, languages are going to change in that time. But you shouldn't have enough time just to come back to it at a different time to keep learning. Thank you. I think that's really good advice. I think I'm going to hang on to that because I think that's part of the problem that I maybe have with learning the language. I panic that I'm trying to do it all very quickly. You're right. It's going to be there and I shouldn't worry about it. Thank you for that. And thank you for taking the time to talk to me today about languages. I'm fascinated by your learning and your thinking about languages. So thank you very much. It's been an honour to be here. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening in to our Strathclyde Education Podcast Series. We'll be back soon with another episode.